Redskins fans, are you tired of the shill with no thrill? The hype of the believe that falls on deaf ears? Do you want a Redskins podcast where the hosts say, fuck your feelings? Then prepare yourself to be hit by a barrage of ghost hands that's stronger than RG3's knees. This is Burgundy Banter Unfiltered. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, whether you love somebody or hate everyone, prepare yourself for Keith and Brandon. What is up, Redskins Nation? Uh, I just so happen to be your co-host, Keith. You can find me on Twitter at KGSkins26. I'd also like to introduce my other co-host, Brandon himself. You can find him on Twitter as well, at RedskinsRant. Definitely uh, send him some uh, debate messages. Uh, My man loves the, the back and forth. What's going on, Brandon? Hey, Keith, what's up, man? Back at it again. Yeah, man, dropping these episodes quicker than a deuce. Oh, man, that could be a while for me, man. Sometimes my leg goes asleep when I'm taking the deuce. But, uh, yeah, man, glad to be back. Well, bro, I'm 40 years old, so my deuces go quick. But, anyways, enough shit talk. Well, uh, literally. Um, I'd also uh, like to let everybody know that uh, Mama Redskins uh, will be on here in a little bit on the show, so we'll be pulling her in soon. Um, but you can also find her on Twitter at Resist1972. Um, listen up, guys. Uh, I, I'm going to have to tell you the reason why we're uh, dropping this episode so quick um, and doing this episode and wanting to drop it so quick is because uh, this is definitely a topic that's not going to go away anytime soon. Um, I'll be honest with you, um, you know, uh, with the, the new rule that came out, um, the national anthem rule, it definitely has created even more controversy. Um, I myself have been pretty quiet on this topic. Um, I'm kind of just learning. I'm learning different point of views. Um, you know, through my readings. But before we get into the actual uh, national anthem rule that has caused all this extra controversy, let's take it back. Let's rewind back a little bit, uh, Brandon. Let's rewind to how this all began. And we don't need to get into full detail of, you know, of course, that we want to mention Cap because he was the originator, Colin Kaepernick. Um, But Brandon, what was your take when the players started taking a knee during the anthem uh, for basically silently protesting uh, for what they believed in and what was going on in basically today's society, which is social injustice? What's your take on this, Brandon? Yeah, I think it's a pretty serious issue, and I think the NFL had a chance to hit a home run and really set a good example for a lot of other corporations and political figures and just individuals or people as a whole. But, uh, you know, it originally started, I first heard about this thing with Colin Kaepernick. It actually started with socks. He wore some socks with like pigs and a police uniform to training camp the year he started the protest. And that was the first thing I actually heard about it when he started mentioning he was protesting 
uh, police brutality and, you know, un- underlying the issue of social injustice. And um, I was really intrigued by it because I was wondering why it was getting so much, you know, you know, heat. It was catching a lot of heat. And I was like, okay, well, you know, there's been a lot of tragic things that have been happening. And, you know, there's a lot of hot topics in the media. Um, you know, if, if he wants to support that cause, that's perfect. Um, and I just didn't understand why he was catching heat from that. And then the kneeling began. And I think a lot of uh, anger towards the kneeling began, not because he was protesting, you know, social injustice, what, how people took it. I'm not going to say who or what or when everyone's allowed to have their own opinion on it, but a lot of people took it because he was kneeling during the anthem. It was a sign of disrespect towards the flag. Um, and I don't think it meant it. I don't think he meant it to be that at all. I think he saw it as an opportunity where it would draw attention to the issue more than anything, not as a slight to the flag. Um, but apparently, you know, everyone has different take on it. I'm, you know, I've been watching this one from afar. I haven't really commented on it. I try to stay out of politics on Twitter, but with the NFL making a rule change on it, they've kind of taken a stance, and now they're actually kind of forcing others to take a stance. So I'm interested to see how this develops. Yeah, so uh, thanks for leading me in because uh, that was one of the things that I was going to mention. Um, I've stayed pretty quiet on this issue as well. Um, I'll be honest. I, I've been for a long time conflicted. Uh, but when I say conflicted, let me let people understand my confliction um, with it is basically it, 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 it's tough because I 10 years ago, if you would have asked me about this, I would have taken a strong stance. Um, and it's because I grew up, I grew up military. My father was in the army for 20 years, retired. Um you know, now. And for me, I grew up in that environment where, you know, you're pro, you know, patriotism. Um, But now that I've been away from that life after he retired, um, I got to see the civilian world and I kind of got to learn to be open to listening to other people's, you know, opinions uh, when it, especially when it comes to something like now, I feel like I've been forced to speak on this it's making me want to speak on this with this new rule um you know when the players started taking uh taking a knee i looked at it i tried to look at it uh in the aspect of them taking a knee it's something that i would never do uh but also with that being said i also have never dealt with the social injustice that's been happening i've never had major issues with law enforcement so it's easy for me to take a step back and say oh man they shouldn't do that but if i kind of you know put my binoculars on and i you know allow people to discuss with me their opposing views what i kind of gathered out of them taking a knee is is that uh it's their right to protest um it's their right to use their platform and of course, there's many different arguments that you can, you know, say with, within that itself. And I think that that's why this topic is so controversial, because when you really look into the issue, there's so many different things that were happening. Um, and I don't even think that we would have enough time uh, to even go over that. So I'm not going to go over that. I just wanted to make it very clear that it's not something that I would do, but I'm also um, 
also aware that I don't and have never been faced with the types of social uh, injustice that has been going on um, lately within the past few years. So uh, I hope people can understand, you know, my point of view on that. I do not judge people for their protest, for their decision-making. So, you know, like I said, you you guys are going to hear some dead air on this one because I haven't really scripted anything that I want to say. Everything is pretty much just coming, for, you know, fresh off the brain um, with that one. I mean, with that being said, I mean, Brandon, do you have any, you know, lead into that? Is there anything else that you want to mention? Um, I did want to mention, you mentioned being a family of a service member, and I myself am a veteran. I served four years in the Navy. I was deployed overseas, got awards, ribbons, whatever, you know. My whole thing is I know that I served because we – besides being the greatest country on earth, in my opinion, uh, you know, we have a lot of rights. So, and a lot of times those rights, you know, they, they disagree with other people. I love to disagree with other people because that's one of the things we can do in this country. It's our right to have our own opinion, our own belief. And anybody, in my opinion, should be able to express that. You should be able to express your own rights and beliefs. You're not going to agree with everybody. You don't have to make people agree with you. And I think that's where a lot of problems lie is, you know, people on different sides, you know, have such big egos that it's hard to say, okay, agree to disagree. You know, they want to constantly try to force the opinion on another. But I know I served for the right to express your own belief, you know. So when I serve, and shout out to a lot of the military Redskins Twitter followers, you know, Senior Chief Charles, uh, soldier skin span, the guy swole as hell, bench pressing like 500 pounds or something crazy. Uh, Sean, bunch of other vets, even the crazy ones. Um, you know, shout out to you guys. <laughs> shout out to any veterans. Um, but, yeah, you know, we got a lot of crazy fans, and there's just people that are crazy in general, and they're taking such a firm stance on this stuff, you know. I think we all think this is the greatest country in the world, and I definitely think that there has been some issues um, that need to be addressed. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm smart enough to know the answers. And I don't think there's anything that's going to be done overnight or any kind of NFL ruling is going to change these issues. Let's be honest, you know, the impact needs to be far widespread and impactful. And the NFL hasn't really shown to do that stuff. I mean, if you look into the breast cancer stuff, supposedly they like skimmed out and barely gave any money for breast cancer awareness. That's why I don't even know if they do that anymore in October. Um, if they did, I didn't notice it. Like I had years previous. They didn't. They didn't. Yeah, okay, the past so they season did they didn't. I mean, they they had a cancer awareness thing going on, but the players weren't wearing pink unless they uh, chose to for their own personal reason. Right. It wasn't. It wasn't. You were you were really really hearing about it the first couple of years, and then I believe it came out. Um, you guys can all quote me on this, or come roasting me at my Twitter if I'm wrong, but I think it was something like only like 15 to 20% of all the money donated only made it to actual like charities or actual awareness centers or wherever they were giving their money to. It was only getting like 15 to 20%, which is like tragically low compared to others charities. So that, that kind of got me pissed off. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things. The NFL is a money-making machine. And I don't know if they're doing this thing for controversy, but, you know, they got a big issue on their hands here, and I, I hope they use their platform wisely. Well, as of right now, they haven't, and I, I think we're going to get into a little bit of that a little bit later. Uh, I don't want to give away all the 
all the ducks, so to speak now. Um, yeah, no, I, I completely agree. You know, that it's just, it's interesting. It's interesting to hear how passionate people are and, you know, with, uh, with the players deciding to take the knee, um, and their stance was basically saying that, uh, it's not necessarily against the anthem. Um, you know, it's to use their platform to get people talking. And I totally understood where they were coming from because let's be honest, uh, your average Tom, Dick, and Harry, if I stood, it, look, if, if Keith, if Keith stood and why I'm referring to myself in third person, I don't know. But if I stood in the middle of a field with a microphone and I said, uh, I wanted to discuss uh, social injustice, uh, not many people are going to uh, come up next to me to listen. You know what I mean? And so I think that, uh, you know, when Kaepernick started this, it was a perfect opportunity for him to use his platform um, to uh, get people talking. He knew by kneeling that people were going to be passionate, um, you know, with it. And it started getting people talking. And I necessarily didn't have a problem with uh, people being open to discussing. But really what this broke down into is uh, two different opposing views. There was other opposing views, but those are so mute, you know, mood at this point. I'm not even really going to get into too much of that, but this kind of broke down into two opposing views. The one opposing views were, um, you know, it's disrespect to the military and the flag and to the people who served, uh, people who are currently serving and the people who died serving. Um, And then there is the opposition that says, well, those people who are serving those people who have served and those people who have died did that for us to be able to have our freedom of speech. And honestly, you can't really argue that either. So uh, I guess I'll get into a little bit of that later because I'd like to read some uh, tweets that I've read earlier today on this topic that I think will, you know, kind of make a little bit more sense. Um, Shoot them. You know, yeah. Yeah. In that situation. So, um, Anyway, so, you know, what I would like to do at this point is um, I'd like to uh, – it looks like uh, Mama Redskin Julie has uh, called in. Uh, we're testing this feature out. So I'd like to go ahead and bring in Miss Mama Redskin and introduce her to the show. You can find her on uh, Twitter as well, at Resist1972. Uh, what's going on, Julie? Hey, guys. How you doing? Thank hey, you for having me here tonight good. to talk about Julie, this welcome back. subject. Thank you for your service, Brandon. By the way, my husband served, and uh, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank my you, pleasure, sir. My pleasure. I did it for, yeah, for, the, for the people. <laughs> That's right. So, Julie, um, I know from reading your Twitter um, for the past few days, uh, ever since this uh, NFL rule, while I, you know, have you guys here, let me go ahead and uh, I'm going to go ahead and pull up the actual rule. Um, there is one thing that I'm unclear on, and maybe uh, one of you can, you know, make it clear so that way we're, you know, being precise when we talk about this. But basically, the NFL rule came out that the policy requires all league and team personnel on the field during the national anthem to stand. All other personnel must remain in the locker room or in a similar location off the field until after the anthem has been performed. It subjects individual NFL clubs to fines if their players do not comply. And 
give the commissioner unilateral authority to impose appropriate discipline for those who do not stand and show respect for the flag and anthem. Now, the question that I have first before, Julie, before you get into uh, what you want to discuss, um, I, I thought I read that there could also potentially be a 15-yard penalty to the, the team that this happens with. Is there uh, any substance to that? I don't I think look that's the part rule, of the but... final rule. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. I think it's just going to be a fine, and then um, the individual player may get penalized, whether it's money or I'm not sure. Um, but that's up to, from what I read, the discretion of the team, how they enforce the individual um, penalty. Now you're saying it's Roger Goodell, but you know, I read something a little different in the Washington post today, but I guess we'll see how this all plays out. Cause from what I'm hearing now, there's a lot more players who are going to protest that maybe would not have done so before. Right. Um, okay. So, so that's perfect, Julie. So, um, you know, of course, uh, thank you for coming on. Um, I'm re- we're really interested uh, to hear your take on this. I know that, you know, political topics is definitely a strong suit of yours. So uh, fire away. Let's, let's hear it. I was going to say, I'd never stay quiet on politics. Um, but before I start, honestly, I just want to say that I know this is a difficult subject to address and that my point of view is in no way meant to marginalize anyone's beliefs or their perspective. It's just my point of view. I tend to get a little passionate about it, but I'm not trying to marginalize what anyone else thinks. Um, And so when I was looking over this today, just in my view, um, there's three aspects to this discussion. Um, You've got your business side, the legal side, and just the meaning of the protest and how it affects people. And as far as the legal side right now um, is concerned, the NFLPA is going to have to study how the new policy um, affects them now and see if it violates any of the current terms of the collective bargaining agreement. Um, But that may cause a problem on the business side after the 2020 season, Um, because when they have to renegotiate between the owners and the NFLPA, I have a feeling that it's, you know, we may actually um, could result in a lockout. So you know, that is going to end up costing them a lot of revenue. As well as, you know, with the NFL right now, I think they're underestimating the revenue they're going to lose from this new role. Um, I think it's wrong to assume that only people who are opposed to the anthem protest will boycott. I'm actually seeing a lot of people on my Twitter feed, and maybe it's just because of the people I tend to follow that have are canceling their um, – the NFL packages where they can order all the games, they're actually canceling them and donating them to causes. So, you know, this actually may end up backfiring them on, on the NFL. And, um, well, Julie, let me, so Julie, let me, Julie, let me, sorry to interrupt. Let me, let me, uh, let me roll you into, uh, again, since you kind of weren't on for the beginning of the show, um, it's where we kind of, Brandon and I rewinded back a little bit um, to how all this began. Get, give us your take on your feelings on that and then just kind of roll into your feelings with uh, the actual uh, potential new rule in itself. Well, you know, when Colin Kaepernick was doing this, I was in full support of it um, because, you know, I think it's due to our current political climate that these protests somehow turned into a referendum on people's patriotism. Um, I feel like the NFL has picked a side and the message is that the players that are exercising their First Amendment rights are somehow less patriotic. 
And, you know, in my view, um, we've got to stop confusing patriotism with nationalism. Um, I just feel really strongly that patriotism is loving your country, even though you want to improve it. And nationalism is more the belief that everyone must conform to, I don't know, a certain ideal. Um, And that standing up for the national anthem is the only way to show patriotism and that we should all see the flag in the same way and that the flag is a symbol and it's a symbol of an ideal that for many has not been realized in this country. And that's what this is about to me. And that's what message has been lost in all of this. Colin Kaepernick's original message has been lost. And that's just how I feel. Yeah, absolutely. Brandon, what's your take? Hello, Brandon. Yo, don't edit this shit out. I left that shit on purpose. He caught me with a chicken wing in my mouth, man. Fuck. <laughs> I was just getting down um, listening to the pod. You know what I'm saying? I was just getting no, down. Um, hey, brother, no, no, ed- no edits here. <clears throat> Sounds good. Sounds good. Call, leave the chicken wing in. I love it. So, But my take on that um, with, in regards to what Julie was saying is I completely agree, you know, you can be a patriot by kneeling, you know, just because someone has taken offense. And I understand, you know, I, like I said, I'm a service member and I know service members who have given their life for this country. And, you know, they gave their life for everyone of every race of every color. They made the sacrifice for them to defend our rights and our freedom. And one of our rights is to your, your freedom of expression, your, your freedom of speech to, you know, when you're standing up for injustice it's funny how we will look back on, I believe it was Jesse Owens who did it in the Olympics where he raised the fist. Um, we look back at that with such, you know, nostalgia at such a great moment in time. Uh, not much has changed since then. And this is kind of a similar thing and it's being shunned almost. And it's, it's really confusing. And I, I really am just wishing that, you know, we could try to walk a mile in each other's shoes, you know, in this situation, it's, there's no easy answer. There's no quick answer. Um, but we need to all get on the same page on how to move forward with this thing correctly. And I, I think the NFL took a step in the wrong direction. Yeah, so um, here's what I'm going to do, guys. Um, uh, again, like I mentioned earlier, um, is there's two major op- oppositions, and, and, and one of them, you know, we touch base on, which is the military. Here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I, I found uh, this conversation to be interesting. I'm not going to mention who it is because I really didn't get their actual approval. So uh, I'm just going to leave it as is. Um, but let me go ahead and bear with me here. I'm going to pull it up. Um, sorry, I don't have two devices that can do this. All right, here we go. So, Jesus, uh, Keith, get it together. Come on. I know, bro. I know. Well, you know what? All these sponsors that are, you know, uh, wanting to, to be a part of this show, you know. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Anyway, um, listen, so here, here's opposition number one, and this has been the major argument um, on one side. Uh, they only have the right to make millions and millions of dollars playing a game because people died for their freedom. Standing for the anthem is a sign of respect for those soldiers that died. There's other ways to peacefully protest. So that seems to be ultimately the major Can I Can I sum, uh, that, up? Can I sum that up? Because this is yeah, a, sure, a go point ahead. I, didn't, I didn't get to touch on earlier. You ever notice yeah, anybody who's opposed to the kneeling 
says nothing about what the kneeling is actually representing. They never say, right. oh, my God, you know what? Social injustice isn't real. Police brutality isn't happening. They never argue those points because they know those things are real. So all they do is they have a fallback argument. Oh, well, don't do it during the flag. Come on, man. A lot of, and I understand completely giving your life for the flag and everything like that. Like I said, I'm a service member, and I myself would stand. I wouldn't kneel out of respect for everyone else. But at the same time, I would stand knowing that everyone else is exercising whatever right they choose. And, you know, we can't – Julie hit the nail on the head. Um, I didn't know the difference between nationalism and patriotism. But we can't just think we're the greatest country all because we're the greatest. We have a lot of work to do, got a lot of room to grow. And uh, I, I hope we get there, man. I got an interracial family myself, and it's like, come on, really? Like, we need to yep, stop putting so these borders up, you know, it's, tear these walls down instead of putting these borders up, you know? Right. So, so with that being, you know, with that being said, you know, reading that, and I don't know if you've noticed a lot of people that have that type of opinion aren't even military members, um, nor do they have military family members. I mean, uh, okay, maybe it's not fair to say that, but the majority of them are speaking for other people. And I think truly what's getting lost is the actual reasoning behind it when the players have made it very clear that this isn't an attack or a disrespect to the flag or anyone who served. This is the only way that we can get people to see and understand what is currently happening out in the, uh, uh, quote, real world, unquote, um, of these injustices that are happening. And the thing is, is they it worked because they got people talking about it. But what hasn't worked is the NFL um, has failed. They've really missed a huge opportunity and have failed um, miserably to actually sit down with these players who are doing this and coming up with a fair resolution that could potentially uh, end this from happening. And maybe the NFL can do a better job at supporting uh, these types of protests. And, you know, don't ask me what that is. I don't know, because again, I'm not living these social injustices. I don't, I don't agree with what's happening out there. And I think the reason why it's out there more today is uh, uh, the ability to have a camera on your cell phone. Um, I don't think social injustice, I don't think this just popped up out of nowhere. This has been going on for years, but now we have the ability to put it on film. And now we have the ability to put it out there where thousands upon thousands of people can actually see the injustices that are happening. And people are just tired of it at this. Then also I can look at that same point of view in coming from a military background because I would not choose to, 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 to kneel where it puts me in a position is, is because I choose not to, to take a knee at this if I had the platform. If I chose not to take a knee, does it look like – is it looking like to my peers that I'm not supporting them? And, it, and I've heard and seen conversations where people do feel that way, and truthfully – I feel it's unfair, and that's kind of where my confliction comes in is because it's not something that I personally would ever do in my lifetime, but 
I don't have my blinders on and I understand why other people are doing it. And I do want to help support to find a solution. Not that I have the ability to do, I, I do have the ability to do so within my community, but not on a national standpoint. And I think that I just don't want to be condemned by others because I'm choosing to, to stand because that's what I believe in. But I also want people to understand that I also I get where they're coming from, and I want to give support. I just want to do it in a different way, which is why I mentioned that the NFL completely failed and missed this complete opportunity. Um, the opportunity was sitting right in the palm of their hands to actually have an open discussion with these guys and to see if the both parties can actually come to a resolution that would benefit everyone. And I'm not talking money. I'm talking about the real problem. And I think that the real problem is getting lost in this whole situation because people want to deflect and people want to uh, uh, mention how wrong it is, but no one wants to talk about why they're doing it, the reasoning behind it, and how we can resolve it. And that, I think, is where everyone is missing the boat in this whole situation, and including the NFL. And with this rule here, in my opinion, guys, this rule caused people like me to come out and talk about this, even though it's a very sensitive subject, and I don't want to be insensitive to anyone, but it was clear as day that this fucking administration that we currently have right now, it was clear as fucking day that they put the chokehold uh, on the NFL. And then the NFL caved like little bitches and said, we're going to put this rule out there. Now, again, I know Julie touched base that uh, this might not be an actual rule. I know, I believe I saw reports that the uh, um, the NFL totally bypassed the, what, the NFL uh, uh, Players Association um, and then kind of mm-hmm. just announced that this was going to be a rule. I'm telling you right now, the NFL were fucking bitches. I, I, it's okay to take a stand on something, but don't do it when you didn't go through all the opportunities that you had to do so. And that's where I'm very argumentative now at the point where when you miss this opportunity, then you're going to put a rule out there that I believe is forcing patriotism that's where I have a problem. And, you know, speaking of that, uh, since I mentioned that, and I know I'm long, long-winded, guys, and I apologize. Um, <laughs> let me just pull – let me just you? pull up. No, uh, Keith, you're not long-winded, bro. You good. You good. I know, bro. Yeah, I've been told my whole life I'm long-winded. Let me pull up. Goddamn, put me to sleep, bro. I know. I'll sorry. Pull up a fucking let blanket me... and shit. <laughs> let me pull up a tweet. <laughs> Let me pull up a tweet. Now, uh, I am going to mention this person because I did get his approval um, on this. Um, this is uh, uh, Chris Bryant. Um, we all know him as uh, the, NFL, you know, the Redskins fan of the year. Uh, guy is just, uh, you know, he, he's on veteran, the Redskins. Veteran team. also. Yeah, I was going to mention that. He's a veteran. You know what? This guy is, is just straight up a good person. Um, just a good person. I, I liked his background and I liked his take on this. Um, and it's coming from a veteran, which is very interesting. So let me go ahead and read it. And also, if you guys are interested in checking the actual tweet out and, and, and having a conversation with them, it's at Chris D Bryant one. That's C R 
B-H-R-I-S, B. Bryant with a T, one. Um, he basically stated in a tweet, the NFL is forcing patriotism on the players. If you don't want to stand, you have the option to stay in the locker room where you can't be seen. Um, wow, I love my country, but uh, this isn't, isn't this what we fight against? You know, so right there, I mean, he brought up a great point. What this rule is doing is it's shoving the people who want to use their platform in a place where they can't actually be seen. And so it seems, and what it looks like with this rule is that they're actually trying to, uh, they're actually trying to uh, uh, sweep everyone underneath the rug so they can't be seen. So with that being said, guys, I know I was super long winded. Um, You know, Brandon, if you have any extra takes, Julie, if you have any extra takes, by all means, for yours. Yeah. I um, I do have one. one, Oh, go ahead. (laughs) Okay. Sorry, Julie. Um, What I was going to say was I actually wanted to ask Julie this question because I know she heard something else, and I also heard something a little different. Now, you mentioned, Julie, possibly more players protesting, but it's my understanding that all the fines and penalties assessed – from the NFL throughout the whole year go to charities anyway. Was there any mention that the NFL would, you know, maybe shift whatever charities they're donating the money to currently to some other of the organizations or avenues out there? Or was there any kind of mention about that? No, but what I was going to mention is that the NFLPA was actually working with players last year on some of these, you know, the issues that they had brought up in each um, player's community, in each team's community. And that's why I was so surprised that they just came out and did this because I felt like the NFLPA and the owners and the league were actually moving in maybe the right direction. And they, this just shuts the door. And so, no, I don't know where the money is going, but to me, um, I agree with, I agree with Keith. The NFL really fucked up. So, Um, you know, we, I thought they were moving in the right direction, but they're not. And we just, you know, did a 180. So. Yeah. Yeah. Julie, you know, uh, again, and, and, and uh, it, it's tough because there's so much I want to say on this. And I, I just think that, you know, uh, man, you know, with you, with, with, with you saying that, I, I just, I, I, I do believe the NFL still runs under the, the good old boy network. I mean, look at the owners. I mean, let's be honest here. The owners are, uh, uh, damn near 75-year-old white men, guarantee you, um, even the people that are actually, you know, putting in money to the organization um, also quietly had a say-so, but none of them really have the balls to come out, you know, and say that we're taking this stand. And, and I think that, you know, in the end, by the NFL making this decision, you know, we've already mentioned that they missed the boat on this, but um, let, let's be honest here. The NFL is working on the good old boy network always have, and they will until these guys start dying off. And then, uh, you know, people that you are rich can actually afford to pay billions of dollars for these teams. That's the only way P. that Diddy. I see that. Huh? Like P Diddy. Well, exactly. Well, you know, that's why if you see in the NBA, you know, a lot of these rappers, um, you know, or sorry, hip hop artists are, you know, buying teams. And I really think that that's the only way that we're going to, uh, the, the, that we're going to ever see change. And I don't know if that'll happen in our lifetime or not, but that's the only way that you're going to see change within the NFL is when 
you have these owners that uh, can give their opposing views and actually force, uh, you know, the top level officials to, you know, sit down and uh, find a, find a solution that is going to to fit the needs of everyone. I truly believe this is just the beginning and I believe that it's going to continue until uh, there is a happy medium, you know, resolution, you know, to it. So what do you guys think? Can I, can I bring up something about the NBA? Because a lot of people on my Twitter feed are saying, well, you know, players in the NBA have to stand up and what you had just mentioned about owners with different points of view. Well, the, the difference between the NBA and the NFL is, yes, they do stand for the national anthem. But Adam Silver and, um, you know, the coaches and the owners in the NBA are much more in touch with the communities uh, that their teams reside. And they're just and they're it, much more totally diverse. different. Much more diverse. Many, many right. more minority head coaches and owners and stuff like that. Comparing the two, it's, it's apples and oranges. And I think that's where a big uh, – the division with the NBA versus the NFL lies, truly, in my opinion, is because the NBA is much more progressive. They're, they're a lot more culturally progressive than the NFL is at this point. And I, I'll be the yep. one to say it because I don't give a fuck. You guys can come talk shit to me. Give me your political takes if you want to. I don't care. The NFL is behind in the times. It's run by fucking dinosaurs. I've been saying it. Keith and Julie both mentioned on this fucking podcast. It's not going to happen until these old fucks die off. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Julie, but I had to get that off my chest because the NFL just being so far behind, Jesus fucking Christ, guys, fucking baby boomers, just die off already. Save us on Social Security, too, while you're at it, you bastards. Well, I'm, I'm a baby boomer. That's why I'm Mama Redskin, but, you know, I don't, I don't hold the same views. Okay, you don't I have die to off. Say I'm that, sorry. I take it back. Thank you. Thank you. Killing off Mama Redskin already, but um, – uh, the only thing I was going to say is that, and, and I hate to say this, you know, we're doing, we're doing something about the NFL right now, but the owner of the Redskins um, might not be on the right side of this, at least not what I see as the right side. Um, I know that I, I had heard, and maybe you guys can correct me, that um, it was kind of known that the players should stand, not, not the way Jerry Jones um, or the owner of the Houston Texans had made it known. But can you correct me if I'm wrong? Was, was Daniel Snyder pretty um, kind of hush-hush, but kind of made it clear that we should stand linked arm-in-arm? Arm? Am I wrong? Uh, I, don't, I don't believe I saw any Redskins player kneel. Um, I could be wrong on that, but I believe when all that was going on, there wasn't a single uh, player that, 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 that kneeled. So I'm assuming that there was uh, – Again, pressure and chokeholds put put on these guys to not do so. I mean, yeah, you know, guys, let's guys be honest. Did kneel. Guys did kneel, um, Keith. Just so I I didn't they want did. you to go on with that. Yeah, there was some guys kneeling, but also in in addition to Julie's point, it did come out that there was some really strong innuendos that we should be standing <laughs> arm in arm. And it's funny. The reason I even mentioned it is because I saw this clip yesterday. There's some guys, you know, they're arm in arm. One guy's kneeling and one guy's standing. So it looks pretty fucking funny. But uh, there's yeah, some community and stuff like that. And that was Redskins. That was Redskins. Um, but, yeah, so some guys did protest it, but the, that did come out. I okay. believe too, Julie. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Keith. Yeah, no, that's fine. Fair enough. Um, I, I guess I, I, I the role you know, to correct you. My bad. <laughs> no, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I, I guess because when I was at the Saints game last year, uh, that was one of the things that I kind of paid attention to was to, to see because I believe, you know, uh, I do watch all the games here 
um, you know, in New Jersey, but, you know, I, I, I guess I just, you know, either missed it or just didn't pay too much attention to it. And maybe that was just the case, but I know when I was at the Saints game, um, and it was kind of during that time frame, I, you know, did kind of peep, you know, to see who was kneeling, not because I wanted to pass any judgment. I just wanted to have an idea of, you know, Hey, is Daniel Snyder choking these guys and not allowing them to, uh, give their, you know, their freedom of expression, uh, type deal. I just, I was kind of in awe with everything. Now, when I was at that game, I didn't see, you know, anyone kneel. So maybe at this point, you know, the message was already given. I don't know. Again, also, no one has faith in Dan Snyder. A lot of, well, I can't say that. A lot of people do like, you know, that he does certain things when it comes to uh, taking care of his players and and families. Uh, I know there's – there's positive reports out there, but all in all, when you hear the term Dan Snyder, it usually doesn't uh, bring positive, uh, you know, doesn't bring positive thoughts. So, you know, it was just interesting. So, no, I'm glad that you clarified that. It's not something that I actually took, you know, notice to on TV, but I did take notice to it when I was at the game. So, well, anyways, you know, guys, um, you know, if you have any more takes on that, uh, you know, I definitely, uh, you know, want to hear it. I mean, we got plenty of time to roll here. Um, you know, but with that being said, let me give, you know, let me just be clear one more time uh, in the whole matter. And then it's pretty much, I, I think I've, I've given my opinion on the topic and, and exhausted it. Um, I think where I stand today, um, which is a little bit different on how I felt, you know, before is I want people to understand that I personally would never kneel but I also recognize that I don't have to. Uh, I recognize that um, in my uh, little bubble world, um, I don't have to deal with a lot of the problems that, uh, you know, African-Americans have to deal with. Um, I do recognize that they're out there. I wish I had a bigger platform to be able to, uh, you know, help give a resolution um, to these, but it's, of course, it's way bigger than all of us. Um, but I also want people to, uh, understand that I recognize why, uh, the players were taking a knee. I have not lost it myself. I have not lost uh, sight of the idea that the players, you know, are, are taking a knee because they want people to, uh, they want to bring light to what's been currently going on. I'm personally not blind to it. I don't think you two are either. And from a lot of other people that I've read too, I understand everyone's point of view. I understand the military aspect of it. I understand the rebuttal to the military aspect that I want to see going forward. And I think a, a lot of other people can agree is how can we stop putting these bullshit rules that are literally sweeping people underneath the rug, trying to hush them from silently doing what they want to do um, to bring awareness to something that's currently happening is, you know, how can we stop that from happening and how can we find collectively a resolution to just stop this entire bullshit to begin with. So that way we can all get back to, uh, you know, being patriotic, all get back to loving our country. Um, fuck this administration. Um, but how can <laughs> we go back to look like I want to love my country because I want to love my country. I don't want to love my country because Donald Trump 
uh, fucking says that we need to. And again, I know I'm long-winded here, guys. I want to I want to pull one more tweet just to prove that we are in a terrible situation right now, and I don't want to go too political. I'm going to leave that alone. But I found this tweet to be interesting, and I would love your guys' take on it as well. So I'm going to go ahead and pull it up. Give me a quick second to actually find it. Um, sorry, sorry. Here it is. Now, this came from NBC News, um, of course, on the Twitter feed. President Trump tells Fox and friends that he thinks NFL players should have to stand proudly for the national anthem and suggests that they shouldn't be in the country if they do not stand. That is what's fucking wrong with this whole situation to begin with. First of all, I don't give a fuck if this guy hold, – hold on one second, Julie. I know. I know. This Sorry. is tough. This is tough. I know. I don't give a fuck how patriotic this fucking asshole thinks he is, okay? But I'm going to tell you right now, who the fuck is he to tell anyone to get out of this country because they don't stand for the national anthem? That's the problem right there. This guy does not want to fucking see – he does not want to fucking see the actual uh, real issues that are going on. He's deflecting from the real issue and using the national anthem and kneeling as a fucking excuse. And if our own president is doing this, it, you know his crazy-ass following is going to do the same thing. Now, I didn't want to go political, because I, and I didn't want to give that view, but I felt that it was just kind of necessary. So, again, I don't want to offend the people – But at the same time, I just want to say I have the right to give my opinion as well. And you can either take it or you can leave it. And as far as you leave it, flush it down the toilet, do whatever the fuck you want to do with it. But I'm going to tell you this. That's the problem right there with this whole fucking issue to begin with. And it starts with our administration. And until we get this guy out of fucking office, we're going to continue to have these fucking problems. And then the NFL and the good fucking boy network with all these fucking old dinosaurs running the show until they're gone, this isn't going to change. So we all need to collectively stand together. Stop making this necessarily a white and black issue and start making this an issue of all this bullshit needs to stop. And how the fuck are we going to do it? And we need to all be open ears and open to the discussion whether we have opposing views or not, because at the end of the day, that's what the fuck this is all about. So with that being said, Julie, Brandon, the floor is fucking yours. I'm done. Preach, my friend. I really appreciate that. And, and that is exactly why, even though I had to write my remarks down before, because I always get nervous, so I always do a little scripted thing, and then I just say what I want to say. But that's why I felt it was important to talk about the difference between patriotism and nationalism. And that, what you were just discussing, is nationalism. That is telling people, this is how you live in our government. This is how you live in our country. It's starting to feel like communism, Julie. It's starting to feel like communism. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. I I know. I'm sorry. This is tough. So go ahead. That that is why. And, And our military, and like I said, my husband was in the military. It's not that I don't respect the military. They are being used. And that makes me so sad to say that they are being used to change the narrative and the NFL is completely on the wrong side of history. So that is all I have to say because anyone who follows me on Twitter knows that I have a lot of other things to say. And I know that it doesn't make everyone happy, but I feel not only is our democracy threatened, which is not what this 
this podcast is about, but I don't appreciate that our military is being used to deflect from what the real issue of these protests are. That's all I agreed have. Agreed 100%. Yep, agreed 100%. Brandon, what's your closing statement? Your Honor, my closing argument as Redskins rant, a.k.a. Brandon, a.k.a. fat guy with a beard, <laughs> a.k.a. former military, a.k.a. This is fucking, you know, man, th- this issue of kneeling or not kneeling and a rule, as much attention as this issue is getting, if that attention was actually geared and focused towards possible avenues that could lead to a change in the communities and the relationship between police officers and people of color and social injustice and uh, the full umbrella of issues that's going on in our country right now, you know, solving, working to solve those issues should be our focus, not covering, you know, not covering it as much. Let's, you know, stop covering it so much and start doing something about it. Let's stop talking about it and let's start doing something about it. I'm about that action boss, Marshawn Lynch. You know what I mean? And he's, and I say, I, I say that jokingly, but I also say that because he's actually a very influential member in his community working through charitable organizations. And I believe he went back and got his degree um, in some avenue where he can help and work with the community of Oakland because he's so tied to that community. And, you know, if we had more athletes taking positive impacts in people's lives like that, you know, I think it could make a drastic change. These guys get paid a big bucks, you know, to play a game like the one guy said. But ultimately, they have an opportunity to make a positive change, whether it's through money or through a protest which draws attention to an issue. And uh, I think they should be encouraged to use that platform, not discouraged. Thank you, Your Honor. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say I'm about to show I'm about to, to show my whiteness here, but uh definitely I think we all need to be bouted about it. Proverbial mic drop bitches. I don't want to drop my cell phone <laughs> though because this shit is expensive AT&T the way they got my contract. That shit got me fucked up, bro. Keith, yeah, can don't I even plug a moment AT&T. to just before we conclude, can I just read a poem from someone named Andrew Freeborg that I found on the internet? Would it be okay if I have a little a little poetry time before we conclude? Absolutely. Absolutely. Fucking literally. Okay. This is what he wrote. I stand to honor the promise the flag represents. You kneel because that promise has been broken. I stand to affirm my belief that all are created equal. You kneel because too few stand with you. I stand because we can be better you kneel to remind us to be better. I stand to honor all that have fought and died so I may be free. You kneel because not all of us are. I stand because I can. You kneel for those who can't. I stand to defend your right to kneel. You kneel to defend my right to stand. I stand because I love this country. You kneel because you love it too. Damn. That couldn't, yeah, that couldn't be any more perfect. Couldn't be any more perfect. Well, listen up, guys. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. Can you send me a link of that, Julie? <laughs> send me a link. I need, that, I need that in image form. I'm going to posterize that shit in my house. That, that's actually really dope, though. I, I think oh, more people should hear that. You got it. Yep. All right. Well, listen up, guys. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. I think uh, this was definitely uh, a much-needed uh, pod for us. Uh, I I definitely welcome the discussion. I think we all welcome to continue the discussion on Twitter. 
Um, you know, honestly, coming, you know, coming up, if a lot of people actually, you know, do listen to this and if they're pretty passionate about, you know, uh, uh, having a conversation with us about it on Twitter, I, I, you know, I don't know about you guys. I wouldn't be opposed to actually opening the lines and, you know, the next episode and just uh, letting people call in and kind of giving their takes, you know, we'll see. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we're we're I'd on love film. To get other perspectives. I'd love to get yeah, other absolutely. perspectives. Yeah, absolutely. Sure, because I think that there's a ton of perspective that we weren't actually able to, you know, get on this cast. And, you know, naturally so. I mean, it's been an hour since we've done, you know, this one. And I know that we didn't touch all bases and all opinions from, you know, different sides. Um, there's there's so much out there. And, and I think really what we wanted to do here in our focus more was to kind of just give a uh, a purpose for this pod and really open the discussion not only on social media to whoever wants to discuss this with us, but also, hey, you know, we're, we're, we're unfiltered, unscripted. Maybe we run an episode, uh, you know, I, I don't know about going live, but maybe pulling phone calls and just getting other people's perspectives. Um, again, I really appreciate you guys giving, you know, your perspectives. Um, you know, I hope we don't bore people too much, and I don't think we will because, like I said, I think that this is a good topic and we need to continue to talk about it. So with that being said, guys, I want to go ahead and uh, give a huge goodbye to Redskins Nation. Thank you for everyone that's listening um, to our shows and, and helping support us. Um, I also want to give a, a quick shout-out, you know, um, to uh, Tom Block. You can find him on Twitter at TBlockAFG. Um, he pretty much helped us, uh, uh, you know, a little bit with the, you know, this podcast and uh, I don't want to get into, you know, the details, but thanks a lot, sir. Um, and with What's that up, being Tom? said, thanks, guys, I, yeah, man. Um, with that being said, uh, Brandon, Julie, thank you guys so much. We're out.